Hello and welcome. You're listening to SOAS Radio. I'm Mia and I have the great pleasure to welcome a very special guest in the studio today, ethnomusicologist, writer, musician and composer, Rachel Beckles-Wilson. Rachel is a professor of music at Royal Holloway, University of London, and her research has focused on the intersections of history, politics and performance, which she has explored in Palestine, Hungary and most recently in Sicily. Today, she's here to talk about her compositional work and also a new charity that Rachel is setting up called Arts Against Slavery. Rachel, thank you so much for coming to SARS Radio and welcome. Thank you for inviting me. So you've been spending some time in Sicily recently. Could you tell me about what you're doing there at the moment? Yes, just over a year ago, I moved to Syracuse which is on the east coast of Sicily, in order to engage with the immigrant situation there, in particular with unaccompanied minors arriving through Libya from Africa and Bangladesh. And along with another musician with whom I travelled, Francesco Iannuzzelli, we offered music workshops to several reception centres. That sounds really amazing. Now, after having done this work for a year... What is the situation there at the moment? One of the reasons we went to Syracuse was a remarkable scheme that had been set up which enabled us to become legal guardians to young people and we had a training for that. And at that time, the Italian politics were congenial, let's say, to the extent that this was possible. Things have changed now. It's a great deal more difficult. There's a lot of news in the press about the fact that Italy is turning away boats. This makes the situation very frightening for for everybody there. It's frightening for the people who are arriving. And are you still working with some of the young people that you started working with when you went there a year ago? During the year, we've gradually built up a community of people who we work with in terms of being guardians, in terms of helping with legal cases, and in terms of just offering friendship and then of course we do music and we've gradually reached the point where we want to share these voices outside Sicily. We found some remarkable talent. We also found some people who just need to share their stories and find that music is the way forward. Um, You're an oud player, you're also a pianist and you play many instruments but What kind of music did you play with in those projects and um, how did you decide on the instruments and what kind of music to play? At the start, we just tried out some rhythm workshops. We bought a drum, we had a few shakers, Francesco had his guitar and we went in like that, relatively empty-handed, not wanting to introduce a lot of technologies into the situation. We discovered that through vocal workshops, gradually you you found some boys who wanted to sing and we were asking them specifically what music they were listening to in order to work out what kind of music we might make together. And in the first months, we spent quite a lot of time learning that sort of repertoire. It was artists like Alpha Blondie, Takana Zion. We also did a bit of Bob Marley. There were a lot of different languages at play and... There were francophone groups of boys and there were anglophone groups. One thing I haven't mentioned is that we were leading these workshops in centres that were for men only. Mm. Yeah. And 
I also visited centres for women only, which is um, another subject. But so we started off trying to do these songs that the boys knew and it kind of worked. It, it made them smile a bit. Some of them enjoyed it. But these boys don't really want to reproduce the culture. They want to produce their own. They want the opportunity to make their own stories. And soon enough, some boys were turning to us and saying, where can I find a studio? Mm. I have a song. I need to record it. Do you know a studio? We were quite ambivalent about admitting that we actually would be in a position to record them because we were looking to do a community project and we remain committed to that. We're not interested in launching individual careers at all. Why not? Part of the reason we went down is because we're looking for um, a more community type of existence and something that's resisting the endless stream of capitalism and individualism mm. that Western society is producing. So the last thing we wanted to do was to go and find a star and elevate him or her into an icon and um, then allow that person to leave and leave the community and therefore reproduce the culture. So we were very cautious about entering the recording project and when we were helping boys develop their songs, we encouraged them strongly to build a part for a chorus, always to try to find a way of involving the group. And in concert performances, and we've had a few good gigs, and also in workshops, that works well. For the album that we're releasing, it wasn't possible in the time that we had to really get together the group in time. And so we recorded that track by track. And there are multiple voices in some tracks, but there are also a lot of solo songs. So maybe we should talk about that more. So you, this is um, an album that you've recorded with the community in Sicily, which you're now launching as a project. The album is, is a shoestring album in that it relies on what two people on the hoof can produce. Um, Francesco on various guitars, I'm playing alto and tenor saxophone and I'm doing the backing vocals. Apart from that, in Siracusa, in provincial Sicily, we're pretty stuck. And so we relied on digital libraries. So all the other sounds you hear, the percussion, the African instruments, it's all digital. Wow, so there, there's no chora player there. There's no Cora Flair in, in Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> the album is called Today is Good. And the first track on the album is called Today is Good. And that particular song is a workshop song. And it emerged from a workshop. We returned to one of the reception centres where we have a good group of boys. After a gap, I, I forget how long it was now, but we started jamming. We started a percussion workshop and I yelled out that we should make a song about today. And there was a bit of bit of silence. <laughs> and then somebody called out, today is good. And uh, the next thing was, we're singing. And this became our, our theme song. So today is good is uh, a group song. And it's punctuated by three long raps by three of our soloists. And... 
Rap is a medium that's very important to many of them. They can get a lot of words in, they can spit out their message. Um, sometimes they, they vent their anger in the raps. It's a, it's a crucial medium for them. Mm. Should we listen to that track? Today's good. Yeah. So here it is. Today is good. What's that? We are singing. Oh, yeah. Today is good. What's that? We are dancing. Oh, yeah. Today is good. What's that? We are singing. Oh, yeah. Today is good. What's that? We are dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sadeba. You mind it. Wake up in the morning, you will see you mining. Move around the street, you will see you mining. Whatever you do, you will do gently. Chop it in the place, we spread it. Look it to my clan, cheese, big and see. Chuck it in the morning, you will try to see. Pull it on your space, you will love so nice. Drive your boat, I'm trying to drive. But I know I'm not this little cut, I drive it. Today is good when the few mind it. Wake up in the morning, you will see you mining. What am I yeti? I'm a sleeping, I'm a waking. Nigga holding me, huh? Nigga holding me. This one can make me crazy. I wanna feel it crazy, huh? Nigga holding me, nigga, nigga holding me. was Today Is Good, um, the title track from the album for the New Arts Against Slavery charity. So is the um, the charity that you're setting up, Arts Against Slavery, is that coming out of the project in Sicily? I'm setting up the charity Arts Against Slavery as a result of encounters I've had with young people in Sicily. The original impetus actually came from meeting women who are victims of sexual trafficking underage women from Nigeria who have been hoodwinked into coming to Europe and are then exploited in the most horrific way. Although Italy has been in the past very welcoming and seems to be doing its best for the young men, all too often the women are sidelined in this reception system. One reason is that they need to be protected from the ongoing threat of trafficking. The problem is that protection tends to seal them off from the world and they're so protected that they cannot have access to education and they cannot therefore hope to integrate into the society. It's a very difficult subject to talk about but this is a form of slavery that is the most obscene and I want to find a way of engaging with it that people can connect to and that can help some of these women. The 
forthcoming album was that did that come out of the workshops with the women or with the men or both? I offered some music workshops alone in a women's center and I had some response from certain individual girls but that particular center was having some difficulties and those workshops didn't go on for very long. What did come out of that was friendships with three of the girls and the opportunity to get to know them better, the opportunity to help them with their asylum claims. And in the future, through the charity, I do want to enter more reception centres for women and be able to help. Women aren't the only ones who are at threat of slavery. And the young men with whom we work and the the young voices that you hear on the album are at risk of exploitation in the European labor, labor system. Southern Italy, in particular Sicily, is full of slave camps. When you taste your delicious tomatoes from Pacino, they may well have been picked by somebody working under slave conditions. This is women and men. How can we break the cycle in which young people who arrive on the continent are immediately, through sheer desperation, obliged to work in such conditions? Mm. Um, the album will be as part of the Arts Against Slavery launch. Should we have a listen to one of the tracks? Mm. So this is this was all written by the participants of the workshops. Can you tell us a little bit about the track before we listen to it? This track was written by a singer-songwriter from Mali. He's born into a griot family. That's a family of musicians, a family of storytellers and singers who have had the role in Mali of processing the events that are happening around them. His name is Jali and he sings in this song about his journey across the desert, across the Mediterranean and his life in Sicily. And he talks about the suffering that he's witnessed and he talks about the fact that no matter how little you have, you must always think of those who have nothing. And that that is the most important thing, to remember your family and to remember the people who have nothing. It's called Mayumako. And that means strange things. Mayumako, niko kera, mayumako, yembolo. Mayumako, tungadala kera, makariko, yembolo. Mayumako, niko kera, mayumako, yembolo. Manyumako, ni kokera manyumako yembolo. 
manyumako tungada kera makariko embolo manyumako ninko kera manyumako embolo ujiena somalo bejiena ujiena balemao bejiena Tere gyo bega ya fama Motunga mano Wasira janta madu mano tere Wasira mano Sira janta mano tere ge Wasara mano Wasara tie mano tere Ubadaji Ubezira jante chila Nana se yorodo U nana se yorodo la Ere me jamana ingono Me jamana dundun te hinela Ere me jamana ingono Me jamana dundun te makari Nana se yorodo Mie fara vinda unye jenya barala Fara fume barala, o fara vina umbe jenya barala. Nana se yorodo, ne fara fume jenya barala. Soma utodo, mo chamanunto kalama. Chamanunto, mo chamanunto kalama. Fara fina Farafina umbe torola Farafina umbe jonya barala Farafina umbe jonya barala So that was Off the Arts Against Slavery album. Today is Good by the artist Jali and the um, track was called Mayumako. So that was really interesting. And he talked a little bit about um, what the words mean, about it was a very personal song about Jali's um, journey. Can you tell us how it was recorded and what the process was to make this happen? This track, just like all the others, began with a song line. And the song line is created by the singer. And we listen to it and we, we try to support it. Sometimes in a workshop situation, Francesco on the guitar, I may be singing, I may be playing the saxophone. And we try to back it. And we talk also with the boys about what sort of sound they would like to hear. So when we actually started making the transition from workshops only to workshops and actually studio recordings... Then we had conversations about what sort of backing track they could imagine. Mm-hmm. And then we had quite a few dilemmas because sometimes they imagined something, something to which they aspired, but something that didn't to us seem to fit at all the melody mm-hmm. that they were singing. And so there was a sort of trial and error process in which we created some tracks and uh, listened together and took on board the comments of the boys and um, gradually came to an agreement in in all the cases of the songs. So there's a launch event on the 30th of June in London. Where's that going to happen? 
the launch event is at St Ethelberga's Centre for Reconciliation and Peace in London on the 30th of June at 8pm. Great. And um, what can we expect there? So you'll be you'll be playing yourself and Francesco as well with some other musicians. Mm-hmm. What is the evening going to be about? The evening is bringing together two strands of my work. And one of them is a composition, which I wrote for oud, bowed tambour, double bass, Indian tabla and voice. And like my work on Today is Good, this project is about Europe and its edges, Europe and its others. The composition sets poetry by the Italian-English poetess Cristina Rossetti, who lived in London during the 19th century. And her poetry is very intense, inward-looking, mournful, and is often understood as being rather narrow in focus. And in this piece of music, I wanted to set it in the context of empire. So really, to do what Edward Said suggested that commentators should do in words, I wanted to do in music. That is, to bring out the voices that have been silenced. The work has a personal meaning for me as well. It's connected in my mind to an immigrant in my family, which was my Irish grandmother, who came to England from rural Ireland in the 1920s. And very little is known about her. She died of an overdose in 1934. And her story has been hidden. Probably we will never know very much about her, except that she was extremely beautiful and she became fated by London's elite for her looks. She also brought three people into the world. And my song cycle, setting Rossetti, is called Sing No Sad Songs For Me. And I don't want to sing any sad songs for her. I want to think about the people now who arrive in Europe and who struggle to find their way and who may enter very different types of oppressive life. Your composition will be um, played at the evening at the launch event on the 30th, together with some of the pieces from um, the Today's Good <coughs> CD. So your composition is 40 minutes long, but we'll listen to just a section of it to get an idea of the piece.
So those were some nice clips from one of your rehearsals. Um, uh, gives you a great idea of what the concert is going, going to be about. I'd like to mention the performers. So on the bowed tambour, it's Evgenios Vulgaris. On the tabla, Ciro Montanari. And on the double bass, Kostas Tsarukis. And I'm singing and I'm playing the oud. Great. Well, it sounds fantastic. So you were talking about the edges of Europe that you're interested in and the kind of tensions between who who are allowed to be here and who are not and uh, the current political climate. So how do you feel that, you know, your grandmother coming from Ireland and Christina Rossetti sing the sad songs for me um, connect to your project in Sicily? I wanted to make the connection actually with the boys themselves and Francesco had the idea of asking one of them, Jali in fact, to respond to the poetry that I had set. And so I set about translating part of it into Italian and found some in French and uh, I showed it to him and asked him whether he could imagine writing a song on this subject. Of course it's a different tradition when you write music for existing poetry and for him it's it's more natural to come up with the words which are so important. But he sat and he looked at this text and he immediately said yes there's something for me here and he folded up the paper and put it in his rucksack and said um, he would think about it. And the way we Communicate, in fact, often it's a part of the, the song creation, is through WhatsApp. And in due course there was a message and um, he was ready to meet up. And um, when he came he sang. And he sang a song called Saya, which means death. And the song is about the death of his father and of his mother. And it's a lament, a very long lament, like a prayer about the sheer awfulness of loss. And this, of course, became... Uh, it's just a very human bond. If you've crossed the desert and watched people die around you, if you've, wa you've crossed the ocean, you've watched people die around you, you've been through prison in Libya and people are dying around you, you, you probably know more about death, actually, than I do. Um, I've lost friends and family, but it's, it's not the same. And uh, we share this. And at the concert on the 30th of June, we will listen to this song and we will respond to it with instruments and we will improvise on his theme to take it forward. We will also do this for another song called My Journey by a singer from Gambia whose stage name is Cisco Blender. And he has a beautiful song that he began writing while in prison in Libya. He continued when he'd arrived in Sicily, thinking back to the moment at which he stepped on the boat and he was in fear of his life crossing the sea. Feels, it feels like it brings it together very much. You know, the, um, some of the songwriters on the album reacted to the poetry and then you're going to bring it back in the concert reacting to you know what he created out of that so um it seems very organic and it'll be really interesting to see and hear so to end on a different note um let's listen to the song one more time can you 
tell me a little bit about who wrote it and what the story behind it is? This song is by Wisdom from Nigeria. And Wisdom has always listened to music, but until he came to Sicily, he didn't know he could sing. And it's very much a, a workshop song. We recorded it while he was singing, and then we gradually built up a track and shared it with him. And he wrote it about his experiences and the need to be given another chance. That's great. So we're going to end with this song. Just wanted to say thank you so much for coming, Rachel. Uh, Rachel Beckles-Wilson, it's been a pleasure talking to you and hearing about your wonderful projects. Thank you, Mir. It's a pleasure to be a guest on SOAS Radio. You call me to my life, my life change around My life turns around to a better place To a better thing, to a future thing You take me to a place where I've never been What I never say, what I never did I do all of them because of you You are far away. Far away. You are far away, my love. Far Can away. you love me one more time? Just one more time. See, yeah. I know I said it what to you that was wrong. Wrong. I know I do the things that were wrong. wrong. You told me.